This podcast is promoted by viewers like you guys. We appreciate it. Thank you. This podcast is brought to you by Tyrell Finn, Douglas Figueroa, Brandon Newman, and me, Anami Patel. And we're back with real time about the U.S. Constitution. Last week, we talked about individual rights. Today, we'll be talking about the separation of powers. What was the separation of powers? Good question, Brandon. The separation of powers was one of the seven principles in the U.S. Constitution. It was the separation of the government into three branches. The three branches were called the legislative, executive, and judicial branches. But we'll get more into that later. Wait, hold on. Didn't Ariana Grande introduce the separation of powers? I'm pretty sure she made the seven principles. What are you talking about? No, Ariana Grande is a pop singer. She made the seven rings, not the seven principles stupid she wasn't even born in the 1700s my bad so who did oh my god be nice douglas james madison did he was he was mostly credited to the idea he was the founding father of the u.s constitution the constitution was created in 1787 and adapted in 1788 it was created because the leaders had to split the government because they didn't want them to have too much power the articles of confederation were causing too much conflict like Shay's rebellion. The le- leaders realized they needed a change. So they split the government into three branches and each branch had a certain job to do so that one branch wouldn't have more power than the other. The separation of powers was first established in the U.S. Constitution. Brandon, go get the U.S. Constitution. It's on the second shelf on your right. Which side is my right? Oh, here it is. No, Brandon, that's the Declaration of Independence, your other right. Oh, here's the Constitution. Thank you, Brandon. Tyrell, where does it say the Articles of the Separation of Powers located again? Articles 1, 2, and 3, right? Yes, it's on pages 26 and 27. Can someone tell me what Article 1 talks about? I think it talks about the legislative branch. Finally, you got something right. Good job, Brandon. The legislative branch creates and passes new laws. The legislative branch is led by the Congress. It is, it's made up of House representatives, and each state has two senators. And now we get into Article 2. Article 2 was about the executive branch. The executive branch carries out laws made by Congress. It's led by the president, and it's made up of the president, vice president, and president cabinet. And last but not least is the judicial branch, located in Article 3. The, the judicial branch holds the main power of reviewing laws to make sure that they are fair. It determines what to do when laws violate the Constitution and actions against laws. It's led by the court. It's made up of judges, court, and Supreme Court. I, guys, I really don't understand this. Can you guys give me a, an example of how it was used in the past and present so I can have an idea? Really? Sure, Brandon. Well, Brandon, it was used in the past with the Civil War. The judicial branch was involved with the Civil War. The Civil War started as a result of the long-standing controversy over the enslavement of Africans. It was between the North and the South of the U.S. The court ruled that a slave was not a citizen and that Congress could not outlaw slavery in the U.S. Oh, so the judicial branch was the courthouse and where the people went when they convicted a crime, when they went against the laws, right? Yeah, Brandon, good job. That's when the judicial branch got involved with the Civil War. Yeah, Brandon, you get it now? What about the other two? Okay, so here's another example. The English Bill of Rights. It was created by the legislative branch because they make and pass new laws. Oh, okay, so does that mean the executive branch, the president, implemented the English Bill of Rights? The Ten Amendments, right? You've been grinding my gears this whole time. Thanks for getting something right again. Do you want to hear a present example, Brandon? Yeah, sure. That will help. Thanks, Anon. Okay. A perfect example of separation of powers at use is the case of Xavier Alvarez. Oh, yeah. Wasn't that about the guy who lied about getting the Medal of Honor? Yeah. He was telling people that he, re- he was a retired Marine and claimed that he received the Congressional Medal of Honor in 18- 1987. He lied to people and got in trouble.
The Congress, which is the legislative branch, passed the Stolen Valor Act of 2005. It was to punish those who lie about having received high military honors, and that's what the legislative branch did. In 2012, the Supreme Court Judicial ruled that the Stolen Valor Acts went against the First Amendment, the right to freedom of speech. So they wanted to make it fair? Exactly. A month later, within the Supreme Court's decision, the President, Executive, and the Pentagon created a national database containing all the medal citations that have been issued over the years so that they know who actually received high military honors. Okay, I understand it more now. Thanks, guys. You're welcome, Brandon. Read the script next time so you know everything. Okay, Brandon? Whatever. And this is Tyrell Finn, Douglas Figueroa, Brandon Newman, and Nami Patel, and thank you for watching Real Time about the Constitution. Come back next week for more.